What is life without a little fun? And I'm going to be honest, what is horse riding without a little fun? I think that as riders, we can get so caught up in doing all of the things and in making progress and all that, well, not so fun stuff, that we tend to forget about the fun. And I want you to have fun this month. Deal. Hi there. My name is Orna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast that I create for equestrians all over the world to help you have a better conversation with your horse. And I'm a big believer in approaching each month from the perspective that you are going to do a combination of different activities with your horse. And one of those is fun, okay? I really think that we need to plan for fun. And if you don't agree with me, you, you just let me just kind of state my case here, okay? You see, I think that when we start initially, okay, so when we begin to ride initially, and often if you get a new horse or you start something new, so maybe you move to a new barn, okay, th- this could be also this initial kind of, um, I don't know, initial part of the journey or part of the dance that is your riding, okay? So I'm not saying this is only once, it doesn't have to be just once, but when there's something new or when we're starting something new we tend to be happy with whatever we're doing with that okay it doesn't matter it's like it's because it's all fun it's new and it's a novelty and it all feels good and it's like oh you know it's a little bit exciting you're not quite sure and it's great but then over time probably a couple of months three months is usually where you start seeing this kind of set in that it begins to become same old same old And for so many riders, this is what happens in their riding. And it doesn't matter what age they are. This happens with children, with their ponies, and also then adults with their horses, okay? And it becomes almost mundane. And horse riding should not be mundane. It is like, do you not think it is absolutely amazing that we get to have such a relationship with these animals and they actually let us on their backs and ride them. So I would love for you to begin having more fun with your horse, but actually being a little strategic about it, okay? So putting this into place and being consistent with how you're going to approach it and just making sure that it actually gets done, it actually happens. Like Just like if you're training for something with your horse, you will make sure that you're doing a couple of certain things each week or each month in order to move the training forward. Well, I want you to think of fun as being just as important as training. In fact, I think fun, partnership and training are the three keys to the kingdom. <laughs> it comes to actually working with your horse but I want you to also find ways to have fun in the day-to-day activities so when things are beginning particularly to maybe feel a little bit mundane that you could actually just rethink your approach and begin to yeah get just make it a little bit lighter for both you and your horse okay the first way that you could do this is through groundwork okay I'm a big believer in groundwork I'll tell you a story this morning I actually led one of the ponies to the fields and okay this is not like a a groundbreaking thing it happens every morning well not every morning but you know yourself okay and I was leading the pony and I thought this would be fun I'm going to take off the head collar and lead rope and I'll see if she comes, if she follows. Now, this is a pony that I would say I'd have a fairly good relationship with. Um, She's a special one. And I thought, yeah, let's try this. Let's see how this goes. And she followed me. We, We were together for 
probably three quarters of the way. And then a tasty bit of grass caught her attention. And that was it. All all ideas of staying with me <laughs> flew out the window. Now, this one, it was quite a long walk. It was probably like maybe three or four hundred meters. So it was quite a bit of a walk from where she was down to the field she was going into. But it was quite interesting to see how I had to work to keep her attention. I had to really get actively involved in the conversation and, and begin to really if you want to use like how I was using my body language and how I was then encouraging her to stay with me. It was interesting. And as I said, at the end of the day, I lost out to the piece of grass. But hey, it was a fun little experiment. And I'll probably try it again in the future with a couple of different horses and see how I get on there as well. And obviously, I'm saying this from the perspective that I do suggest that you be safe in whatever you're doing. I was obviously quite safe in doing this. Okay, so yeah, make sure you're safe as well. But using groundwork, you could try this in an arena. Um, so in a more enclosed area, um, or you could just try it in the stable even with your horse. What can you do? What can you happen? What can you make happen um, with your horse? Um, and just do it for the sake of having fun with your horse and just really and truly opening up another facet of the conversation with your horse. Okay, from there, natural horsemanship. I think the groundwork and natural horsemanship, I do believe they are a little bit different. They're not the same thing, but they are very closely related. So natural horsemanship is really the conversation um, from the perspective of the horse and you tuning into the horse's end of the conversation. That's how I feel it is. Other people are going to have different kind of, I don't know, what's the word? definitions of it but that's how I see it is I feel groundwork is more you're asking the horse to tune into your kind of ideas and what you want and your part of the conversation whereas um, natural horsemanship is the other way around um, and and they're both as I said they're very closely related you're gonna you'll all the time have these crossovers but it can be really fun to do something and, and to maybe follow a program so join somebody's program there's so many online programs now join somebody's program somebody that you enjoy do your homework first not all are equal I'm going to be honest hey so do your homework and find something that's going to resonate with you and also with your long-term goals that's really important okay and sometimes if you follow a certain program it can actually put your riding back so just just be aware of that as well you know different people have different methods It's up to you. You need to do your own homework there. You need to figure out what resonates with you and what you align with and then follow a program and you can just do it one day a week and and have a bit of fun with your horse and you're not really expecting anything. You're only doing it from the perspective of opening up a different level of conversation with your horse. But that is a great way of, again, adding some fun in a structured way into your riding. Okay, grooming. Now, you know, we all know about grooming, but I'm really talking about grooming from the perspective of making it something that's really enjoyable. So I enjoy maybe adding an element of massage into it as well. And what's nice is that you can have this kind of this game where you can begin to see how your horse responds. And you can then, if you wanted to, take elements of that into your riding, into your groundwork, into your lunging, into your natural horsemanship. You can then use that, but using your grooming as a way to open the open the gate of a conversation, first of all. But not only that, that it's a bit of fun and that you're just doing it. There's no end goal. You're not grooming because you want to ride. And you're not grooming because the horse is going somewhere. You're just grooming for the pure pleasure of being with your horse. You can 
talk to your horse or sing a song to your horse whatever floats your boat you can do it okay but it's a great way to do that okay relaxing together um this could be for many riders when i say relaxing together they will automatically think of trail riding or in south africa people call it outrights at home we say hacking so whatever the case is but actually getting out of the arena and going for a ride together but i think there's actually other ways that you can do this um you could just be in the field if it's safe safety first in the field with your horse okay and just observing your horse watching your horse it could mean reading a book in the corner of the stable it could there's so many ways that we can relax with our horse that don't have to include riding now if you wanted to improve riding great to do that or or if you want to involve riding in it that's wonderful but it doesn't have to be riding there's lots of other ways that you can have fun with your horse you could even just pack a picnic and take your horse for a walk and the two of you have a picnic on the river bank together or something that's something we do here and but you know if you don't have a river substitute for the forest or whatever you have okay the side of the field um but being able to just relax and be with your horse and and not have any expectations as to having to do something the only expectation you have is that you're going to spend time with your horse and see how it goes and just enjoy it and be there and let it be and just notice how good you feel afterwards it really it is eye-opening when we when we don't have any expectations or goals except for just the the expectation of actually spending time with the horse how that can be and then finally as I said the trails are hacking you can definitely I do believe that that is also having fun and I do believe horse and rider enjoy it now obviously you have to be on a horse that enjoys that and you have to be a rider who enjoys that but it can be fun and not just that you can also then include other people this can be a more social way of having fun with your horse and we recently had some of the horses here go for a long trail together and one, one of the the horses the, who everybody thinks is the laziest horse who ever lived um he just became a different person and he loved it and he, he really got into it and everyone was quite surprised and they all loved it they, they loved seeing how he was responding to that so yeah it can be fun for the horse as well and i do feel that you know your horse you obviously know the what your horse enjoys what your horse doesn't enjoy so be sensible and obviously be safe and whatever it is but yeah see how you can actually begin to not only come up with ideas for having fun but then schedule it into the week okay so as we go forward we're we're just starting off july here it's the summer in the top half of the world it's the winter in the bottom half of the world i find that july is kind of a month where everybody slows down a little this may be a little bit of fun that you can then do with your horse see what you can do see what you can come up with and then as you then kick off for the if you want the second half of the year as we get into august and then moving forward i can guarantee you if you just spend a little bit of time and strategically including fun into your riding and and not just your riding but your time with your horse it will have a huge impact a positive impact on the whole conversation going forward okay I am just going to let you know that the Daily Stripes podcast is going to be having a little break for the rest of the month of July. We'll be back in August. Um, I actually have a new topic in August that I want to start covering. Um, So we're going to be back there with that. I look forward to seeing you then. Have a great one. Keep well and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.